The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is the Wednesday edition of the 630 Chad Afternoon News. It's Brad Whisker and Morgan Black hanging out with you today and for the rest of the week. Jalen will be back on Monday. We are just over 24 hours from game one of the NBA Finals in Toronto tomorrow night playing the Golden State Warriors. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock, but today it was media day. A chance for everybody to pick the brains of players, coaches, and management. And a reporter there is Jamie Tawil with Global News Radio 640 in Toronto. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm jealous. I'm jealous that you guys get a seven o'clock start. We gotta wait till nine to see this thing start. I was thinking about that today. I mean, that's that game is going to end around midnight. Yeah, I know. And I've got to. Uh, I'm actually the morning anchor at uh, AM six forty here in Toronto, and um, uh, I've got to cover the Jurassic Park angle. Uh, tomorrow night so it's going to be a 4 a.m to 1 a.m job for me tomorrow boys you're you're pulling the overnight shift yeah yeah well it's not quite overnight but i mean it's going to be a long day (laughs) uh but uh, you know what it's worth it when you uh, consider the buzz that this city is experiencing right now it's unlike anything i've seen you know i've I've been covering sports uh i haven't been a beat reporter in a while but i certainly have uh you know no shortage of experience doing it whether it's the leafs or ufc Uh, guys i've never seen anything like this uh the international media that was under Scotiabank Arena roof today was uh, was incredible. Um, you had media there from China, from Cameroon, from Spain, uh, from obviously the U.S. and uh, and then even uh, some of the quirky uh, kind of reporters were rocking up. Uh, Guillermo from Jimmy Kimmel Live crashed a couple of of uh, scrums and uh, he made uh, Norman Powell do a shot of maple syrup. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible atmosphere. The city's a buzz, the media's a buzz, and I can't wait for this series to start. Can you describe that walk for you to Scotiabank Arena? I mean, you say inside the arena, it, w- it was hopping today, Everybody, it was lively, but what, what are people doing on the streets right now? I mean, are restaurants already filling up? Are people making reservations? Well, yeah, they are. Um, uh, there's a Chelsea Arsenal game on today, so actually the bars, the real sports just outside Scotiabank Arena was pretty filled with, uh, you know, blue and red jerseys, uh, those uh, football fans. But, um, you know, the, the the walk to the arena, just given the proximity to Union Station, which is a major commuter hub here in downtown Toronto, um, right now, because it's, you know, this started at 11 a.m. here, um, it's mostly just sort of the business crowd coming to and from work doing their thing. But once you get to Scotiabank Arena, you just see it all. The the setup of Jurassic Park outside, you know, they're doing the sound tests and all that sort of stuff. They've actually uh, also put in another apparel shop inside of Union Station because of the amount of apparel they're selling. I spoke with a manager at Real Sports, uh, and he said on a given day, in the regular season. So when the Leafs are playing and the Raptors are playing, you know, sort of mid-December-ish, uh, they say they sell about thirteen to $15,000 a day. In the Orlando series, they were averaging about 40000 And then for Philly-Milwaukee, it was over sixty. And when they beat Milwaukee game six on Saturday, they sold seventy-two grand worth of apparel. They're flirting with that today. And the uh, expectation is that they will pass the six-figure mark one day sales six figures on saturday um so it's uh it's absolutely in, insane in, in terms of the buzz here people are 
are uh, obviously jumping on the bandwagon. And uh, like I said, it's it, it's not like anything I've seen, at least not uh, from a sports vantage point in this city. So, Jamie, obviously people are getting riled up. They're preparing for the big game tomorrow night. Jurassic Park, what are we expecting that scene to look like? When are the crowds going to start lining up to get in? No, it's going to be crazy. If, if uh, game six uh, against Milwaukee is any indication, uh, people were lining up. That game started, it was at 8 p.m. tip-off, our time, uh, and I think there were people lining up as early as 1 p.m. So they stood in line in the rain for about seven hours. And then when it all was said and done, you're talking tens of thousands of people. So I would anticipate that'll be much the same. Interesting, though, uh, other cities in and around the GTA or in and around Toronto, so in the greater Toronto area, the Mississaugas, the Bramptons, um, even as far out as, as uh, Kitchener-Waterloo, which is a good you know, hour and a half uh, west of the city, they're setting up their own Jurassic Park. So that may alleviate some of the crowd because uh, a lot of those folks uh, from those cities would have taken the GO train into Toronto to take in the, the Jurassic Park outside Scotiabank Arena. But now that they're doing their own, that may alleviate the numbers, but I really doubt it. This is the NBA Finals. The city is, is going absolutely bonkers, and I would imagine it'll be more than what we saw uh, against, against uh, Milwaukee in Game 6. Jamie, you know as well as anybody that when Kawhi Leonard has a press conference, you're not exactly going to pry much information from him. And that really stayed true today. He was asked about being compared to players like LeBron James and, and Steph Curry, and he basically said, you know what, I'm just going to go out there and, and keep doing my business. Is, is that just the type of guy Kawhi is on a day-to-day basis? He is. Uh, he's very, very... He holds his cards really close to his chest. He doesn't, uh, doesn't give up too much, um, and, you know, I don't think he knows how to uh, inflect his voice very much at all. Um, but he's uh, he's a very very level-headed level-headed individual, and this, you know, the thing about him is that those comments didn't surprise me one bit. And it's not just the Kawhi element of it. This Raptor team is just that. It is a team. These guys have all bought into the system. They're buying whatever it is Nick Nurse is selling. They're gelling, and they want to win together. You know, even Marcus Gasol was asked. You know, like, you know, you've been around for a while. You've been to a final, but you don't have one. You know, how does this feel for you? He's like, I'm not even thinking about that. I want to win collectively. Uh, and that's the mindset of this group right now. Also, with Kawhi, you know, he's, he's doing a really good job in sort of deflecting the questions about whether or not he's going to return to Toronto next season because that is just a question that keeps popping up. Uh, and the poor guy's answered it, uh, you know, 100 times just saying, look, I don't know. Um, now, whether or not he knows, uh, you know, and, and has his mind made up, we, we can't tell right now. That you know, won't reveal itself until after the season. You look at the John Tavares situation in Long Island. You know, he never told media in New York, you know, one way or the other what he was going to do. Whether or not he knew he was going to come to Toronto, we don't know. But things happen at the end of the season. So at the end of the series, rest assured, Kawhi Leonard will be offered all kinds of multi-deal, um, or multi-million dollar deals uh, long-term with other clubs. I'm sure the L.A. Clippers will be in the mix. Uh, the L.A. Lakers have been rumored to be interested as well. Um, but at the end of the day, Kawhi is uh, just focused on this seven-game series, this NBA final against Golden State. What's your take on Kawhi staying, Jamie? I mean, for me, I think the odds of him staying are a lot greater than they were when they acquired him in the offseason for DeMar DeRozan. I mean, this is a team that took care of Kawhi, was able to sit out 20-plus games. This is a team that was able to win games without Kawhi, proving that he just is an excellent addition to an already great team. 
and has showed in the playoffs that, yeah, Kawhi has stepped up, but the games that he didn't play well, other players have, you know, taken the bat and run with it, guys like Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, uh, if you asked me at the beginning of the season what the chances of, of Kawhi uh, re-upping with Toronto were, I'd say slim to none. Uh, I would have, like most people, assumed it, it would be a one-and-done situation. But, you know, um, the fact that they have made an NBA final, the fact that um, Kawhi seems pretty content here, he has a very good rapport with his teammates, uh, with uh, the GM and Masai Ujiri, and uh, not to mention the fact that he's being offered up a slew of stuff. Uh, there was rumors about a $7.5 million penthouse in downtown Toronto being comped to him. Um, there's a Kawhi and Dine going on in the city, which is basically restaurants that are taking part in uh, giving Kawhi free food for the rest of his life should he resign here. Um, it, it's insane. So in, in, in all of that, you, you, you couple all of that with the love of not only this city, but the entire country. I think it's going to be very difficult for Kawhi Leonard to leave um, because he's not going to find that anywhere else. He just won't. I know he's a, you know, he's from Southern California. I'm sure there's some desire to return to LA and perhaps play for the Clippers. But at the end of the day, if Kawhi Leonard wants to win, uh, he's 27 years old. He's not getting any younger, and he has a better chance of doing that in the immediate future here in Toronto than he does in L.A. So ultimately, it depends on what is motivating Kawhi, and the only person that knows that is Kawhi Leonard. So, Jamie, Golden State is now eyeing its third consecutive title. A lot of people are saying it's great that Toronto's made it this far, but we don't think it's going to happen for them. What do you say? What's your opinion on that? On the series? Like, who's going to win? Exactly. Yeah, well, uh, if I had to pick, uh, I was asked this question today, and uh, like a lot of, uh, I mean, perhaps I'm a little biased uh, being a homer here, but I like Toronto in seven. And the only reason I say that um, is because of home court. I think that I could, I could see the series going seven. If the series started in Golden State, I would like the Warriors' chances of taking it maybe even in six games. But if Toronto can get a split in the opening two or even run both, they got a really good shot of winning this in six or, or seven games. Uh, and the fact that if it goes to seven, that that seventh game is played here in Toronto, which, as you know, is an absolutely uh, electric building, uh, I like their chances. So uh, if I had to bet, I'd say Toronto in seven. But, hey, it's, uh, it's the NBA playoffs. You never know. I'm right there with you, Jamie. I'm saying the Raptors in six, and the only reason I'm going in six is because I don't think Kevin Durant is going to play a single game, and their inside, no, pre- their inside presence, is, there isn't one, essentially, without Kevin Durant. No, there isn't. Uh, I, I agree. I don't think, you know, they they, uh, they released that uh, that uh, statement the other day saying, well, the, you know, Kevin Durant's traveling with the team. That All that is is getting in the head of Nick Nurse and, you know, what adjustments, making him think maybe he'll have to make some adjustments should Durant draw back in, but let's face it, I don't think he sees a single game in this series. Jamie, thank you for this, and enjoy the parties and the atmosphere. It's going to be a great time. I'm awfully jealous of you. Uh, well, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. I'm really excited, and uh, hopefully uh, all your folks out there and your listeners in Edmonton uh, enjoy the game uh, tomorrow night. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. That is Jamie Tawil, News and Sports Anchor at our sister station, Global News Radio, 640 in Toronto. Jamie did mention, and I'll pass it along quickly, that for all the folks in Edmonton looking to get on the Raptors bandwagon and maybe go to a different kind of atmosphere to watch the game, you can go to South Common, to the Cineplex there, or the Scotiabank Theatre at West Edmonton Mall. Both theatres are allowing you in for free to watch any Toronto Raptors game.
You're listening to the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. I'm Brad Whisker, joined in studio by Morgan Black. Just had a conversation with Jamie Tawil, news and sports anchor at our sister station, Global News Radio 640 in Toronto. And he was touching on that atmosphere in Toronto and people already getting hyped up for tomorrow night's game and Jurassic Park is going to be jam-packed and then it's going to be packed further behind Jurassic Park. People lining up for hours on end. And Morgan, you were just in Toronto in April, the night of Game 7 between the Toronto Maple Leafs and Boston Bruins and the same night the Raptors were playing in the first round against the Orlando Magic. So we, yeah, so we ended up going to a sports bar just by Jurassic Park. But initially I was in uh, one of our our co-workers in uh, Global or, uh, Chorus Toronto up in her apartment and she actually overlooks Jurassic Park. So we were, lo- I mean, it was kind of freaky because you don't want to look too much over. You feel a little bit sick. You're like, oh, I'm too high up. We look over at Jurassic Park and I could not believe, and, and it wasn't, these people weren't here for Game 7. That was a whole other party on, on the other side of things. There was already that many Raptors fans just to watch a game that wasn't even really that deep into the finals at all. No, it, I mean, it was, I think that was either Game 4 or Game 5 of the first round of the playoffs and a pretty easy series for Toronto to get through. They ended up beating Orlando in five games. But, I mean, even then, you're saying that there was just a mass of humanity down there. It was, and it, and it was very easy to get into the swing of things. Like, that that day I became a Raptors fan. And I have, <laughs> since being there, I have remained a Raptors fan more intensely than I've ever been in my whole life to this point. Like, I, I've i never felt an energy like that. And and because, I mean, sadly, with the Oilers not making the playoffs as often as we like, we, we don't often get get that chance to, to really get into the sports world and the, the fever of the finals. And that night... I felt it, except for when Toronto was eliminated from the Stanley Cup finals, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you, you said you saw the the group, the, all the people at Jurassic Park or Maple Leaf Squares, as they called it, to divvy up the, the crowd. During the day when you were walking around the streets, again, like Jamie was saying, you know, people just, they're out in their jerseys already. They're, they're, they're picking up thousands of dollars of merchandise per day. Is that something you saw there as well? Oh, I almost bought a jersey. <laughs> it was like, I was just, the only reason I didn't was because the lineup was too long but you feel you feel out of place wearing normal street clothes I was like why am I wearing this this denim jacket I should be in a Raptors jersey and and I, I mean it just it just makes sense like when when a team that that people have loved for so long and they've just wanted them to do well for so long they, they go on this Cinderella-esque year I, I'm buying into it Raptors in seven <laughs> <laughs> Brennan Escott on the other side of the glass. You're a big Raptors fan, too. You heard Jamie say Raptors in seven. Morgan's going to agree with him. What's your take? Oh, boy. I think that uh, even without Kevin Durant in that lineup, they they space the floor so well to the Golden State Warriors that it, they're going to be in tough, right? I mean, you can't have Kawhi Leonard out there guarding Steph and Clay and Draymond. And and so I think that it, it's going to be a fun series. And to be in Toronto and experiencing the atmosphere like you guys have talked about would be incredible. I'm not as optimistic about how this is going to turn out, however. Unfortunately, I'm going to play devil's advocate, Brad. I'm saying Warriors in six games. There you have it. This guy's not ever opping this show again. Yeah, Scott, after, you're, you're wrong, man. <laughs> after taking... Oh, I sure hope so. I hope I'm wrong, guys. But uh, they're not in the finals for five consecutive years by accident. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And they certainly have 
as good a chance as ever to win this series. But I mean, for anybody out there that hasn't watched uh, a basketball game or, you know, you're not a fan of sports or, or that sport, I strongly encourage you to just tune in. Morgan, you're not a sports fan. Well, I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a classic, like, bandwagon jumper. Like, I always get into it late in the season. But you're into it now. I mean, you're going... And, and so are a few other people in our newsroom. I've, they've come up to me and said, you know what? They've just grabbed my attention. I feel like I need to be part of this story. I need to watch potentially history in the making well and when toronto moved they originally they won that last game set or what was it game game six game six yes so we my boyfriend and i were at a pizza place just on white ave and all of a sudden the game was in the last five minutes fourth quarter and the whole restaurant shifted over to the left side everybody's staring at the tv the chefs came out the owner came out the waitresses stopped there was no one in the building that was not watching the game because it's electrifying. Yeah, and I got a text from somebody that was at the Cher concert on Saturday night, and when the game ended, apparently the entire crowd erupted because people were looking at their phone waiting for the concert to start. So that just shows you folks that the Raptors have grabbed the attention of not only Toronto and Ontario, but the entire country. On the other side of the news, we welcome in Dr. Gans Ferentz for his monthly edition of How Does That Make You Feel?